We sent out a poll earlier today. I don't know if you guys, hopefully all the people that entered into our poll are like, okay, I want to hear what's going down. So welcome everybody. Thank you for your participation. And the Dos Cocos are back and we're talking about the swirl. So the we, swirl. The what other names are there for like interracial relationships? Oh, I don't even want to uh, start. There's okay. like a lot of bad ones. There's some weird. Everything is derogatory, but usually the swirl is the main one I hear. The swirl, um, uh, jungle fever. Jungle fever. Um, yeah. See, it's just usually. Are you just, down with the brown? Oh, DFB. Are you down for brown? Down <laughs> for brown. I actually oh say that god. a lot. I say are you that DFB? a lot. I'm like, oh my god. I hope he like. I hope he's DFB. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we're talking about interracial dating, y'all, because this is something we both have experienced, have ex- do experience. We're products of multiracial, multicultural relationships, and it's a hot, hot topic right now. And we thought, why, why not be spicy? So we're talking. So about let's kind of start by introducing like our, ourselves and our in in context. Like, what is our experience with interracial dating? Or okay. tell us that. about yourself. Go, you go first. Okay, well, I'll tell you guys about myself. So, I'm Tati. Um, you always I, say that every time you're like, I'm Tati. This is me, by the way. Because I need y'all to know that I'm Tati, just in case our voices, I don't know if they differ much, so I just make sure to okay, tell okay. y'all. Um, so, I'm the product of an interracial black and white, you could say, marriage, and I have dated people of Your all, mom is white. Your my, dad yeah, is black. Yeah, my mom is white and my dad is black. Um, and I've dated people of all races, and I don't really care. Um, so, I personally would date out of my race because usually and you have and I have and and being being mixed you pretty much we'll get into that later but yeah so my I'm of the opinion that I'm pro I'm pro interracial and that might just be out of nature because you? you literally are the product because I'm the product <laughs> um I guess I'm you know it's not it is also an interracial but it's not really interracial it's mixed this is a tough but one but it's I, tough call it Lana like, is mixed to me but right. she's not mixed. But I don't like appearance. Yeah, not racially mixed. But she's culturally very much mixed. Her mom and her dad are totally different worlds. I am from. So yeah. So my mom You're is from. Cuban. I my from my is from Santo Domingo. Is Santo Domingo. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm not Dominican. I'm Cuban. My mom is Cuban and my dad is white. Hence my last name Miller. Um, my experience with. Uh, interracial dating. Obviously, I'm dating a black man right now. Obviously, we can't see him. Oh well. Excuse me. My man is black, um, and I have dated white men in the past. I've dated um, Italian men, spicy Italiano. whites. The spicy. Um, that's what I call the spicy whites. Spicy whites. I've been with kind of like I don't want to say every man under the sun. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like I a lot of people, but I've definitely like had my you know I've I've. Uh, yeah. You've tasted, <laughs> she's tasted the rainbow. I've tasted the rainbow. Um, but yeah, right now I am. Right now. Right now and for the rest of my life, I will be with a black man. And, um, in high school, I think my first boyfriend or yeah, my, well, my first serious love was a black guy. Boy. He's a boy. He's like 17. He's a boy. He's a child, child. because he's, mm. 
And then when I went to college, then things were different. I think Tati and I share the same experience. Yeah, it was like, pretty much like super white. I mean, she had the one black relationship in high school, but like it was pretty white until college. But like, I was never I like not, a like, person that was like, and I think both of us. I was, yeah, I never thought about it. I never, I never was like, oh, I want black guys. Never. I'm into black guys. It was just like, that was just who I liked. And then I even went back to dating like non-black guys. And then when I went to college, then it became a thing of like, you're, and we'll What's get into your, this, yeah. I think, but like, how do you like... We'll get into that. So anyways, so that's my POV on like, or that's where we come from in, in our from background. Right now. Um, but our main thesis, if you will, is that we are both very pro interracial. You yeah, obviously. Pro. You, hey, be surprised. But yeah, we're, we're pretty pro. Um, but we want to break this down kind of into like, why, why do people date outside of their race? Like, what are the reasons? Like, what do you think the reasons are? That people are dating outside of the race nowadays. Well, I just think... I think the overarching sentiment is obviously we're pro-interracial relationships, but I think it's okay to have preferences. Like, it, I don't think there is a... We don't need to take a stance of, like, there's, it's a yes or no. It can be both. The difference is that you can have your preferences, but you just can't shame other people for their preferences. Like, you can decide on yourself, I am a white person and I only want to date black, white people. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily racist. That's just what you like. I mean, we can, we're going to get into that, I like too. what I like. But, you like <laughs> but, yeah, you like what you like. The problem lies is when you're saying, oh, I don't date that race. Or like yeah, you that's, basically, the, that's the biggest thing is when people bitch, or sorry, when people nag about other races to talk about why they like one, it's just like... Okay, so do you like white girls or do you just like hate black women? And that's like a, a point that was brought up by a lot of you guys in our questions was everybody was kind of saying like, well, it seems like you're just kind of like shitting on the this group of people and saying that you like. So like, do you actually like that person? And we think like, if you like somebody, you need to you need to figure out what it is that you like about them. Like truly, truly deep down, like question why you're with them. Why do you like them? Um, and and as a as a mixed person, I just want to say that I don't um, blame. I don't blame the people who are being dated. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, I don't think the blame is to be put on those people because sometimes they don't know. Like, maybe they're just a pawn in someone's game. Like, maybe, maybe a black guy is. Do you, do you kind of want to? Yeah. Know? Well, it's not, and it's uh, not. I think. And this is just one scenario, by the way. It's here's what it is. It's like you can like who you like. You just can't shame other people for who they are because ultimately, it should be about what you like about someone that your dating preferences should be based on oh I date this person because I like this this and this about them it should not be about I don't date this person because I don't like how they're like this mm-hmm. like a lot of people would be like oh I date you know like I you know like I don't date black men because they're this this and this therefore I date white men that's a bad logic you should not say I I date this because I don't do I don't like you know, whatever, or like black men will be like, I date white girls because I don't like black women. That's poor logic. You are entitled to go date white women if that's what you want. Like, that's fine, but you don't need to put down the other race or your own race or anybody else. You don't need to Mm -hmm. put somebody down in order to justify why you like what you like. Right. So that, that reminds me of, you said something about black women that reminds me of the Issa Rae thing. So like someone brought up to us like the whole Issa Rae situation. I don't know if y'all have heard of it, but Basically, she said... Uh, and somebody asked us. Say, someone asked us. Someone said, Hey, ladies, I wanted to know your thoughts on Issa Rae's comments about black women dating Asian men because of their intellect levels. <laughs> Even though it was a small excerpt, it was kind of swept under the table. Uh, black, if uh, It felt a little bit hypocritical because if black men had said this, then we would have had him canceled. 
so canceled. If you, so if you know, off. so give con- what is the whole Issa Rae thing was basically she in her book. It was in her book. It was like a it was a satire. Her whole book, I guess, was a satire. I think it's called Awkward Black Girl, and maybe that's from the book. Um, she just said like black men or black women and Asian men are like the bottom of the barrel as far as dating, which is funny because I love Asian guys, but whatever. Um, and it's not that's not her personal opinion. She's her, basing that she's on on like in dating sites. S- they're the last those two those stats. It's like those are the, the last least picks. They're the least like picked. least to get picked in kickball is like Asian men and black women. She said, you know what? We're both educated. We're both doing well for ourselves as far as demographics. Let's get together and have super smart, beautiful babies. Which. Okay, cool. That's funny. But a lot of people on Twitter were pissed because they were like, yo, how you going to say that? Like, we got to cancel her. Which, like, I mean, if a black man had said the same thing, even if they were joking, would everyone flip out? Because she was basically implying that, like, she... Uh, you know, like Asian, yeah, they're both bottom and bearable. Her, her, what she was saying was like Asian men are at black women's intellect levels and therefore like they match black women and like we, whatever. So a lot of black men were insulted, like, oh wow, like you think you're better than, you think Asian men are better than mm-hmm. us. And it's sort of like this idea that some people, and I think this is a flawed thought process, is that when you're dating interracially, you're dating up and out of your race. Ah, dating up. And it up. should never be dating a up. dating up because no race is superior to another. Yeah, that's how that's we get racism. Flawed. That's how we get racism. <laughs> that's how we get racism, kids. And so to think that be, if you're dating someone to make you feel like it, because it's a step up or like your social status is increased because you're dating a certain race, that's wrong. That's flawed logic. You shouldn't be thinking that way. It goes back to you should be dating someone because you like that person. Mm-hmm. That are characteristics, not because of you're dating them because, you know, they're in a different class than you or something and you want to be more impressive. So, yeah. So as far as that, as that statement was a good statement or question rather, because she asked, what do we think about it? Is it hypocritical? And if out of context, yes, I think that's hypocritical. Like, but do I know that it's a satire and she was joking? Yes. Yeah. But if I heard that out of context. And she was saying it in a way that it was like, hey, we're both. We're both, We're both stuck. Shit. Let's just get We're yeah. Both fucking shit on stick. Let's yeah. just both yeah. yeah. So it was like yeah. she meant it out of comedy. So whatever. I I yeah. I, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um and and I I don't know. I guess the thing about interracial dating is we have to we can't really assume that people who are interracially dating are doing it because they're not confident in their own you know in their own stuff. Yes. That's the thing. Like I've been it's seeing okay. that a lot lately, like especially like a lot happening where it's like, oh well, I've seen uh, particularly like with black men who date white girls, it's like, oh well, he's not comp- he's not he's ashamed of his blackness or like he's not black enough or like there's something and they're implying that they are lacking, like their blackness is lacking, and then there's also like people who are implying that like people who are dating interracially are like trying to distance themselves from their own race. Which is crazy to me because, and and sorry guys, if we're only talking about it from the black and white lens, it's just, that's very familiar to us. I think with Latino women too, like if you date, like a lot of, uh, pretty much everybody who dates white, (laughs) they feel like, because you're trying to get out of your, yeah, like a lot of families are like proud when you date a white or like, it's like, like, oh, you moved up. Wow. You moved up on the ladder. Yeah. Right. You moved up in the world. You moved. Yeah. So, but the thing is, (laughs) if you're a person of color, you can never, if you're interracially dating and you're a person of color, you're never going to wipe off your blackness. Like if you're a dark skinned black guy or if you're a Latino woman or with curly hair, like there's no mistaking that no one's ever going to look at you next to your white partner and be like, Oh, she's white. 
you're always going to be what you are. So I, that's why I don't think, that's why I support interracial because I just feel like if done properly, it's just a cultural exchange. It's not like it's this just whatever. I th- and, and also I don't think we own, without sounding weird, it's, it's like we don't have to all date the only only people in our group. Totally. Because if we continued to do that, we would like inbreed probably, right? I get, I mean, and yeah, that's but what people in England do. It's more, basically, <laughs> I, I see this a lot. Like Michael B. Jordan came out and he was like, he was dating a white girl and everyone was pissed. But people were pissed because he was a Black Panther. And that, that to me, I'm just like, so basically you're expecting because he was in a black movie that he was going to date a black woman. Same thing with Donald Glover. It came out like two days ago where Donald Glover was seen. He has a white girlfriend slash baby mama and they have two kids. And everyone was like shocked. And I was reading the comments on Twitter and people were like, it's just really disappointing when black men are profiting off of standing proud for the black community and then they're going to go turn around and disrespect us like this. And it's like, ah, so much not I'm just right the, about that statement. And, and, Maybe it's just because I'm a mixed person, but I'm just of the opinion that, like, in order for our equality to progress, like, we have to be open to people, you know, having interracial relationships and, you know, ultimately mixed children. I'm not saying that's the goal. It's not like every relationship. We need to make the mixed children. And nor it's is not like being that. mixed a sign of equality necessarily. I mean, no, it kind it's of not. is, but it's, it's not. Like, it's, that's not the goal necessarily. It's not, but, but I'm saying, like, it's it, it, like to say that somebody's not for the cause. Because they date outside of the race to me is wrong. Yes, or to say somebody is not black or like they are they are letting down their race or like they're a disgrace or like that all is really negative rhetoric. I've been noticing a lot of people uh, throughout my life too. I've felt this like people making assumptions about why you date interracially, and this kind of goes hand in hand with people assuming that just because you you know you date out of your race, you don't you know you're not confident in your own race or like you're not you know, Latino enough if you're not dating somebody who's Latino. And that's just, there's a lot of assumptions. Yeah, you should never assume that based on someone's race that they would date a certain race. And it's funny because someone actually asked, being mixed, do you have a racial preference? Why or why not? And I'm kind of just like, no, I don't. And it's because I'm mixed. Because I'm mixed, I don't have a preference because my parents, like both of them brought us up saying like, you like what you like and that's okay. And we like what we like and that's okay. Like that... It's not, it wasn't even the colorblind, we don't see color. It was just like, no matter what, we support you because we did the same thing. Like, that's, that's just their motto. Yeah. Um, I think, though, definitely that your upbringing influences who you like and who you date. Um, this is what we were ta- about to touch on at the beginning where we were saying in college it became... So in college, like, we'll tell you about our USC experience being in South Columbia, South Carolina. It is a very... Uh, Girl, it's segregated. Un- it's segregated, it's segregated as, hell. as hell. It's like the 1960s. It's so crazy. It's awful. You also just don't really realize it. Off. I mean, I I don't know. It just I took love me a living while in New York. Like, so diverse and mixed and actually mixed. It's not like literally segregated. Columbia was black and white, and you had to choose. Black and white. And got there. And that's what happened. And that happened. Like this has happened in a lot of people's lives, where the people that they date is a result of their environment you either were raised in a white neighborhood therefore you tend to like white people you were with at usc it was like i came like i told you guys in high school i dated somebody but then i went back to dating this a non-black person and then when i came to college you know i'm from miami i'm latina i've never in all the places i grew up in miami but then i spent high school in atlanta i spent some time in sacramento california i've never like 
been given a lot of options of other Latinos. And especially at USC, the Latino population is 3%. So in an ideal world, I kind of think, yeah, sure, I would love to end up with somebody who's Latino. But that just wasn't served to me. I literally had two options. I had either country, (laughs) frat boy, white guy, or I had black guy. From the country of South Carolina. Yeah, that too. So it was like, which one... Do I pick? Well, I am somebody who I it, I just ended up me picking the black side because I felt like I had more I identified more with that. Like you went to their parties and it was like people were dancing and like just like the type of whole, it was just it's. A, I would say there's a lot of parallels. There's a lot black of culture and Latino culture. Totally family but values. Blah blah blah. In the spirit of this topic where we're talking about, let's not make assumptions. You know, I chose black in that situation because, and that sounds so. I chose black. I chose black. <laughs> um, I ended up choosing that way because one, that's who I liked. That's just who I related with. But then I think also a lot of people want to assume that just because I am Latina, that I would be more likely to date a black man. And I think that's like a really kind of. Someone said that to me. They were like, they they didn't know because like I have like fair skin, so they don't know off the jump that I'm Latina. And then they like were like. Once they found out, they're like, oh, that's why you date who you date. And I was like, like, "Ah, what? Yeah, we just don't always have to be together. Um, And I understand there's neighborhoods that, like, group us together. Like, you know, say in Harlem, there's Dominicans and black people, Jamaicans, whatever. But, like, you know, there's there's also... And I I, I do think there's commonalities because, like, me and, like, Zay and I are able to... (laughs) <laughs> like Zay was just saying he's like I like dating because you're not like really white so it's like you can you still have the same like oh white people are crazy shit like we can oh, relate I'm like, white people. yeah, yeah like, we're still able to relate on a lot of things yeah. and like being a minority yeah there are definitely commonalities but you can't make the assumption that just because someone's a minority they're going to like other minorities because you don't know their upbringing yeah you don't um, know but that that speaking of which, I was reading statistics, you know me, um, about interracial dating, and they were saying that because of apps like Tinder, people are getting exposed to races of people that they don't normally interact with based on like where they live and work. So like a lot of white guys, for example, actually have a penchant for black women, but because they don't see them in their everyday work life and they don't live around them, they never get to experience it. But because of Tinder, um, apparently since 2014 the marriage rate of interracial marriages has shot up 17%. Wow. Um, because not, not necessarily because of Tinder, but they're saying because of the infancy of online dating in the past, like, 15 years, um, people are just being exposed to more interracial people that they never would have met, you know? That's cool. Yeah, so I think it's kind of cool. Maybe I'll go on Farmers Only and get me a little... <laughs> <laughs> here, here in New York, J-Swipe. J-Swipe. a nice, J-Swipe. rich Jewish man. Unfortunately, uh, one of my friends, she showed me J-Swipe, and you have to put your religious status um and if you're not jewish you have to put willing to convert and i'm like oh that's intense well tati is headed to synagogue this weekend um she is really just maximizing her options here in the city right baby um yeah so speaking of uh, okay dating outside of your race black women dating outside of the race i want to talk about my fave right now well i have two faves right now serena williams and rihanna they're both dating outside of the race and it's a big deal and somebody asked us why is there a double standard for black women dating outside of the race versus black men dating outside of the race what do you think that and why do you think somebody else asked why do you think that some preferences are celebrated while others are considered fetishes and these questions kind of tie in with each other basically it's like yes serena get your white man and then like when a black guy like michael b jordan dates a white woman it's like huh how dare he? So what do you think about that? Gosh, I don't, like, 
It's, it's a tough one. It's tough because it's, it's like there Spicy. shouldn't be a double standard. I mean, like the, it's just that my opinion is like no, that's wrong. Like, and I think really more, it's like what should we, why is it that way? Like why I guess are there double standards? Apparently, or what I'm gathering is it's that way because black women are like Issa Rae said, you know, kind of bottom of the barrel, short end of the stick of dating. So it's like when they finally get to date, quote unquote, up and out. They're like, it's celebrated. Whereas black men, I guess they're the choosers because men usually choose the women, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, but my ultimate black take men on this. maybe are like, you know, celebrated athletes and. Because they made money and they got to get cool. a white woman. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. like your, it's like your trophy is like, you like, you make some money, you get a nice car and you get a white girlfriend or wife. It's, I don't know. Right. Like Kanye says and something. And then we you, you ask, ask for a, right girl, a white girl. Right. Russian. Um, but but it's a it's a good point, and I would say this is all I'm gonna say about the topic because I don't have a lot to add. I think if you are gonna celebrate one form of interracial dating, you need to celebrate all the forms. Yeah. So whether that's Asian and Black, or uh, Hispanic and Middle Eastern, or White and Black, and of all genders, all races does not matter. Like Rihanna you, and her Rihanna and and Jamil Hassan, her billionaire, whatever he is, whatever Sa- Saudi prince. He's literally like a Saudi person. You gotta celebrate that and yeah, celebrate, celebrate that. Michael B. Jordan Michael and B. Jordan. His, whoever the hell she is, Playboy Bunny. So, yeah, that's what I, I... I just think if you're gonna celebrate one, you gotta celebrate the others. And if you don't like one, then maybe you don't like any of them. I don't know. You have some internal soul-searching to do. It's sort of like um, on that topic is like fetishes. Like, I just uh, feel like there is, like, when you talk about the double standard, are you're particularly thinking about, like, black men and white women or black men and Latina women. You're dating someone for a certain status or because of a stereotype about stereotype. that person, then you're wrong. Like, you shouldn't date Latina women just because you want, like, a big ass and spicy personality and says papi in bed. Like, all of those, like, those are all just, like, stereotypes and, like, to base... Your preferences off of that is ugly. First off, you're going to have a bad time because not all stereotypes are true, people. So let's just leave it at that. Um, But now I want to get into... You guys asked us so many good questions. You made so many good comments. We could go on and on and we don't have enough time, but I want to talk about the questions. So let's get into the juicy stuff. First one. Somebody asked, what's it like... So just sort of the topic, I got a couple questions on this, was like, do you feel like if you're dating, if you're an interracial interracial relationship, do you feel like you can't relate with your partner or like there's like a, a, a gap between you? Somebody specifically said, what's it like having to explain black things, i.e. slang, cultural issues, social cues to people who aren't black? Someone else said, is the idea that you have to like educate your partner on cultural norms or whatever, is that something you enjoy doing or does it bring you frustration? So this whole topic of like, do you have to, like when you're dating somebody outside of your race, do you have to feel like you have to explain yourself? Yeah, code switch. <laughs> code switch. Uh, what do you think? Okay, so I, my personal experience has been that I have to explain things, but it's like usually funny stuff. They're just like, ah, so does your family eat casserole? And I'm like, yes. they're from minnesota yes they're from minnesota of course that's like where they invented casserole so i mean it's usually funny stuff and my opinion is that if they're willing to learn i'm always here for it what about you yeah like ultimately if you're with somebody if 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 you're with somebody who's not ignorant 
you know, they're willing to learn. And so like when you teach them stuff or like when you have to explain them stuff, you're not, hopefully you're with somebody who, when you have to explain them, they're like eager to learn and eager to adopt. And they're not like, wait, what you do? What? Mm-hmm. Like that, ooh, like that, that would be uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, ultimately the goal is like, you guys are going to have kids and you want to make sure your kids are getting an immersion of two cultures, you know, like, so that it's not like one or the other. So they've got to be open. That's like a, that's a major thing in dating in the beginning, especially in Russia. So I think like, yeah, there are, you know, like sometimes, but sometimes there are things where it's like you can't relate and you have to explain to them, but that's okay. But I think there's another part and a lot of people had this comment is like, do you feel like you're losing a part of yourself? Like, because you have to explain those things, like that person doesn't automatically understand you. Someone says like, for me as a the quote, for me as a black woman, it's important to be with a man who truly understands me and is in my shoes. I want to return home to a person who understands me inside and out. That's why I personally intend to date only black men. Home means too much to me. Someone else says, you know, I've always dreamed of black love, you know, and, and somebody else says, but I can't lie. I have anxiety about when you have a child, then that child's going to go on and have a, you know, like as a black woman, she's saying like, as you, if you date somebody outside of your race, then that per then they're going to lose their blackness basically. And that family legacy is important to me. So the question is, do you feel like you're losing a part of yourself, a part of your cultural identity when you're dating somebody else? This is my race? favorite question. Me too. This is my favorite me question. Too. Cause it made me think about, like, I had to think hard about this and be, you know, like, and we both kind of came up with the same answer. I've struggled with this. To be honest, I felt there was a, a point in my relationship where I was like, where I was coming to grips with, like, this is the person I'm going to be with forever. Wait a second. I had a different vision of who I was going to be with forever. Because that part of me, that Latino side, I really was sad that I wasn't going to have someone that was also Latino that could share in that with me. I think if we're just being 100%, that, that is... And I'm sure I that's what a lot of people have that feeling. And, and I feel like I had a very similar feeling, like growing up mixed, you don't think about being mixed, and then you go to college, and you're like, oh shit, I'm kind of black, and then I struggled with my black identity, and I was like, okay, why well, I like black guys? Because I want to be with a black man, I want to have black kids, and I want to have a black family, and it's because I tied my identity to who I was with. Yeah. And it was like that's not who you are so like the thing is if you're tying your identity or your black card or your latino card whatever it is your tarjeta tarjeta. to who you're dating then maybe that's i don't think that's such a good thing yeah it's kind of like you you're not losing a part of yourself because you are who you are no matter who is by your side you're always going to be that or at least be secure in it rather and be secure in it totally i was not and yeah and i think that's where totally like you yeah but, but at the same time, I can totally respect that, like, so, for example, the comment where she said, like, I want to return home to a person who understands me inside and out. If you feel like you've had an experience with, you know, someone outside of your race and they truly couldn't give you what you needed as far as the moral support or whatever, like, I get it. Like, I, again, we are all about respecting the decisions. And there is, like, there is a lot of value in being with someone, like, caring, like this girl said, like, carrying on your family legacy and, like, you know, maintaining that sort of, I mean, kind of like how you know, like when people breed dogs, it's like, you want to keep those traits. You want to like, keep that, like there is total value in that. And like, again, that's something I struggle with too. Cause I really want, I love my heritage so much that I want my kids to have that same thing. And as dating somebody who's not that now you're making your kid half less that. that you're making your, but kid the less thing is the, the greatest thing I've learned about like heritage being a mixed person is that heritage is, it's about what's being passed down to you. It's not about percentage. Yeah, like, it's not about your blood. Because oh, you girl, could be, that is... 
Preach. You could be you could be five percent, you know, I'm I'm only technically what thirty less than thirty percent Jamaican or whatever. Yeah. But like that's like a huge part of my life because my dad is Jamaican, my dad's my best friend and like we that's a big part of us. Or like I'm it's you a know, part of what you grew up it doing. Do, yeah, it doesn't matter what your percentage is. It's all about like how you were raised and like how how your parents like taught those customs to you, whether it's language, music, food. Like I love all of those things so much. So I, I forget that I'm not even very Jamaican, but I am. Yeah. So like you're you are what you, you feel. are what the hell you say you are and what you feel you are. Yeah. I'm not talking about Rachel Dolezal saying she's black. That's that, that's a different, different thing. That's totally. a different thing, Rachel. Sorry. Um. But yeah. So and then we got a question about what our speaking of parents, what our parents would think about us, you know, dating interracially. What do your parents yeah. think? What do my parents think? Ooh, it's tough, right? Like I think. Well, first of all, like my mom is like completely fine with it. Has always been with it. She's like, but there's always been like the warning of like you know like you can like who you like like go for it but you know that it's gonna come with some shit like you know it's gonna be hard and i'd be like yeah 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 i know i know i know i feel like and that's like, what they say to kids who are gay or right people, they're like oh it's kind of it's gonna be so hard it's, it's somewhat similar struggle. it's similar in the sense that it's something that you can't change about yourself right totally exactly your race you can't change your sexuality you really can't change um and it's one of the but you things- love what you love love is love right yeah, you love who you love um, so what do my parents think? I mean, my mom has always been fine with like my, yeah, but like, so my grandparents have, uh, you know, my grandfather is like white American and my grandmother is from Cuba. And back in like the fifties and the sixties, when they first got together, that was considered interracial dating because like Which is Cuban immigrant is like, they were both very, yeah, both like phenotypically is, yeah. white. Right. But like my, th- like to my grandfather's like white family, they were like, disgusted that the idea that she's dating he's marrying some dirty immigrant you know like it's like it was so looked you know frowned upon so when it came to me dating now a black man it was like they didn't want me to experience that same like prejudice and like the same hardships that they experienced and so that like so I did have some like controversy in my family but like ultimately my mom was like you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do you love um, who you love in the words of John Mayer and, what is it, Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? Uh, we don't speak about Taylor Swift, so we'll, we'll call it John Katie. Mayer. So, you yeah, love, so love. what are your parents? I mean, your parents are mixed. My parents like, are both like, oh, my God, do as you want. We, like, you could bring home a Chad or a or A, a Chad? <laughs> my dad always goes, you're going to bring home a Chad, aren't you? Sorry, Dad, for calling you out. He goes, <laughs> you're going to end up with a nice Chad. And then my mom's like, I don't care. Both of them are very much don't care. They... I'm sure they both have, like, a bet going of, like, what they think me and my brother are going to end up with. But at the end of the day, mixed kids, you have... It's it's a mixed bag. Literally, it's you have no idea what you're going to get, so... And it's also, like... They don't care. Half of the battle is, like, what your own parents think, but then there's also what do the other person's parents think. Like, I felt a little insecure. Oh, God, don't even get me started. Like, I felt a little insecure when I finally met, like, Zay's family of them being, like, oh, who's this white girl? Mm -hmm. Like, who's this girl? And, like feeling you know that's a whole thing too so like even though we've and it all turned out fine and stuff but like you know do we have advice though for people who are going like it's a luxury that we have been you know not discriminated or not given hard times but like for the people who have my advice to you is like well you gotta do you and you gotta do you my mom actually i talked to my mom before the podcast y'all and she she basically just said like blocking out the haters i mean that's all you can literally do because you're gonna deal with it she said you're gonna deal with that stuff your whole relationship, so you gotta get used to it and you gotta yeah. get over it, and you have to be secure in your relationship and why you love the person because people are gonna test you, and you just have to be resilient and have a thick skin because people are wild out here. 
clearly, especially on social media. That's where the worst of it comes from, is, like, comments. So you just gotta, you gotta press on, unfortunately. You wanna know something crazy, which I feel like we should have started with this fact. Did you know that literally interracial dating was illegal until, like, 1960? Yes. Like, it's not even that Isn't long that ago. Insane? Like, there's that movie that came out called oh, Loving. Love, loving. Loving. Loving versus whatever. Yeah. Supreme and it was Court like a case. white man. Yeah, Supreme Court case oh my God, that I finally that legalized. It wasn't until the 60s. It wasn't so until the like 60s. That's one of my crazy. favorite factoids is because it's like, I just think about my parents. They were born in the 70s. They were born just a few years after it was even legal for them to be married. And like, think about it. By the time they got married, it wasn't actually legal for that long. You know, stuff will be legal, but it's not like yeah. socially acceptable. So like... You know, to be married in that time or even during the 60s, I can't even imagine. Like, very, it's, very revolutionary. It's amazing it hasn't even been 50 years, yeah. really, since since that was legal. So, so to know. have family members that are, like, not Rebels. for it is not uncommon. But, so, we got this other question. This is kind of a juicy one. It says, this is, oh, so she says, last year when I, a white female, was seeing a white male, he was clearly uncomfortable with the black males in my past. Ooh. After he, ended, after he ended it, yeah. a black male showed interest, but I turned him down because I knew it would hurt the white male. A couple months later, I started seeing that same black male, and to this day, the white male is bothered by it. Why are white males so sensitive about this? I hate this so much, and I, I just hate this say, for her. Whoever submitted this, I really, I almost like applaud your braveness for submitting this to us because I'm like, girl, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you friends with this person? But like, I also understand you're probably from South Carolina, and that's probably how I know you. Um, and I feel really bad, but at the same time, like race, the only way that we can end things like prejudice and racism is by cutting ties and educating people that we know. And like, totally. if, we, if we all took the time to educate someone that we know, like whether this it's friend family job, members, exes, imagine how many, how many less problems we would have if we all just took the time, like this person, I mean, clearly he's still your friend after you broke up with him. Right. Am I reading that right? Right. So clearly he's just still waiting in the wings. Even after he was apparently so offended by you dating a black guy, I say the best thing that you can do is educate him why that's wrong, why that's racist, and um, see if he sticks around. Yeah. Uh, that's insane. There's no, there's no justification. I don't think there's any advice we could even share on that besides The advice just is just like, he, that's, it's just it's wrong. racist. It's, it's just, just racist. If he has a problem with you dating black men in the past, like, what's the problem? Uh, I don't even want to know the problems because I'm just going to get mad. Um, so then we got another question. Do race-related tragedies and current events present an ongoing struggle in mixed-race relationships? Wow, that was a mouthful. Very well written. I know. But basically the gist of it is, like, if you're in a mixed-race relationship and there's some Black Lives Matter or some, like, white people shooting shit, like, does that make it feel awkward because you might be of... Or, like, I don't... Like, we got to stop talking about black and white because it's really not just Sorry. that. It's, like, also, This like, is just our lens. Yeah. If it's, like... So forgive us. I don't know. Like... You know, white people. The Asian about, bound the United flight. Yeah. No, but like, or like, all, like the, you know, like Trump saying all the stuff about Mexicans and like you're dating a Mexican girl. Like, or, does or that. Middle Eastern people. So one of my best friends, yeah, she's that's a good her boyfriend is Persian. Persian. That's, sorry. <laughs> Persian. He's from Iran. People say Persian because it sounds less scary because people are apparently scared of the word Iran. Anyways, um, apparently, like, he's struggling with immigration status like all because of this whole trump thing which we're not even gonna get into and i feel like they living in south carolina they must deal with so much bs like i i, I can't even start because think about it as existing as a middle eastern man in south carolina is gonna be hard imagine existing plus dating a white one i know that he's 
So I applaud him. I bet that's... So it's... It, yes. The answer to that question is like, can it... It's not really an... It's not an ongoing struggle, but it's more of... If you're in that situation, like, you have to be an advocate for your partner. For your race. For your race. Oh, for, for your partner. For, for your, partner. your... Yeah, for your partner's you're representative. Race. Yeah, you're you like are... The delegate you, as your responsibility... Race. This, like, happens a lot with, like, Kim Kardashian. People are like, Kim, why aren't you standing up more if you are, have a black husband and your kids are black? Like, you I was going to say, I was thinking about Armenian people. Whenever there's some sort of Armenian trap, Tragedy, people are like, Kim, say something. She's like the Armenian yeah, yeah, representative for the world. But more so like it's because Usually if you're dating, buckets. yeah, if you're dating someone who's of an opposite race, you need to be an advocate and you need to support that. Like there should be no, you're dating a, a black man and you're white, all lives mattering. Like that's, you know, like you have to be, you, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no, like you no. definitely have to stand up and be an advocate and like, because ultimately it's like whatever way makes you feel comfortable but like you definitely need to be out there supporting and and that equally as your i feel like you don't necessarily need to be like out there black lives matter protesting but like if your partner is doing that then you should stand by their side but but you shouldn't you shouldn't even be interracially dating if you can't just be a decent person like i actually just tweeted the other day be a nice person this is so basic y'all and i wish we would stop like applauding people who are like um not racist. Like, you know how on Twitter, like, you'll see those people who are like, wow, J- Jake Gyllenhaal, he's so woke. He goes to Hollywood events and shakes hands with black people. It's like, no, everybody just needs to be a good person. That needs to be right. the baseline. That should be, yeah. That, that should, should just be, be the baseline. Don't be racist. And, like, do your thing. Like, I'm not everybody's going to be an activist out in marches. Like, that's fine. But, like, do you need to be a good person and, like, maybe not racist? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. How about kids? That was another hot topic too. Was like Guys, so someone this says is too like early. We don't have kids yet. <laughs> we don't have kids yet. But it says how do you feel? You know, like how is it? How was it growing up mixed? Do you feel like you had a hard time fitting in? Ugh. Do both sides of your family get along? What's your advice to interracial couples hoping to have kids soon? That you know we talked about the struggles of being mixed in our last episode. The um, uh, what was it called? Did we? Yeah, we did. We talked about Cardi B and like how like being, we we sort of touched about it and it was like, we could have a whole other episode about it if that's something that interests y'all because yeah, being mixed is a struggle. Like even me, I'm, you know, Tati's mixed races, I'm mixed cultures. We still deal with this daily. We definitely talk about this all the time, y'all. Like still as adults. Why? Why is it hard? Because discrimination, like I don't want to say discrimination necessarily, not like, not necessarily racism. I think the biggest part, the hardest part about being mixed is having an identity crisis. It's the choosing. It's the yes. constant because having to Because life choose. unfortunately makes you choose. It makes you choose and the thing is, if we don't, if we don't allow interracial people to, fl- like couples to flourish, like this will continue to be a problem into our child's child, childhoods? Whatever it's called. Anyways, our children's childhoods. Whew! Um, I want to say about growing up mixed. I pretty much never thought about being mixed, never thought about my race until I went to college. And I know that sounds wrong, but it's just, I never thought about it. I looked at myself and I was like, okay, I'm black and I'm white. And if people ask me, I'd say I'm black and I'm white and I'm me. That's it. Um, went to college and that kind of changed. And like, now I'm like, eh, the having a hard time fitting in because I was mixed. Not at all. Um, did both sides of my family get along? Kind of advice to interracial but was couples. It because they're, but was it because they were different races? Did they, did they... Like, did they not get along because one was black and one was white? No, not at all. Like, both of my grandmas have always got along. Like, it's never been an issue, thank God. Um, I have family in Minnesota that they're the friendliest... 
Thankfully, they're from Minnesota. It's such a friendly place. <laughs> if they were from Texas, I don't know if I could say the same thing. But Minnesotans, nicest people in the world. And so my family has been very receptive to my Jamaican family. It's never been an issue. Um, they've always been at my graduation parties. Everybody gets along dancing. They all love beer. But um, the part about fitting in, though, I do think it is a little bit hard to fit in. Like Fitting in now as an adult is harder than a child. At least yeah. a child, you get forced to be in a class and you're forced to be friends. Yes. Now as an adult, I'm just like, who am I friends with? Fitting in is hard because it's you don't, hard. like we said, like you don't, you have an identity crisis of like, well, I'm not white enough for the white people, but I'm not black or Hispanic enough for the Hispanic people. So I'm like mm-hmm. right in between. I'm literally just both things. We, like I have we definitely equal both. experience. That's why we have, we made up our own little hybrid friend group because I will say like I was coming off the train Literally the everyone day, in our friend group is mixed. And we look somewhere. like an ad for like, no, we look like the cover of like a textbook. All we need is someone in a wheelchair. <laughs> Literally like we're like so blended. But yeah, it's like you do, you have a hard time like like people people are like you know, you're either this or this. You can't be both. And, and people so are also like, socialized to be in a group of who makes them comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for example, I was walking off I was walking yesterday home and I saw a group of black girls they were going to dinner and I like got really sad cuz I was like, damn, like I'm never going to have that you know, group of black f- girlfriends like that again. Yeah, that because, sense of community. And Someone I'm never asked us. Have that. She said, it, "I feel like there's this communal. I feel like there's this communal feeling among black people. Dude, does that same thing exist <laughs> among black people? No, no, no. I we definitely get thrown in. Like me and Leanna both get thrown into like the black people. Like if there's if we were in like some sort of organization where it was like okay, everybody split up into whites and blacks, we'd be like uh, black people. Like and this I'm, is. I, I mean, this is not to say like." I'm not saying at all we're one of those people that's like, eh, I'm not black enough for the buckets. Nah, that's not a problem. We both get along very well in those crowds. It's more so just like we hate having to choose. Like I don't, like I totally get along in any crowd, but my issue is I just don't want to choose and I wish that we could get to a point where we mix. I think in New York though, they're pretty good at mixing. There's a lot of mixed friend groups and I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's the most important part, and especially, like, when we're talking about kids, like, raising them to feel confident in who they are and not raising them in, like, a, like, almost, like, like, you want them to know that they are black. You want them to know they're white. You want them to know both sides of them. You want them to be proud of but both. You, yeah, you want them to be proud of both and educate them both evenly on each one, but you also don't want to make it an issue. Like, you don't want to bring up, like, oh, but you're this. Like, my mom, like, never really talked to, like... I knew I was Cuban, but, like, it wasn't a hot topic of, like, hey, we are this. We're doing this because we are this. And that's why I think I had a hard time, like... But I don't think anyone does that. Even, I think, white American families, they're not sitting at the table, like... Okay, Susan, we're a white family. Let's be proud white people. Right. They're not doing that. Nobody's talking about race like like that. Yeah. Like, I, at least I don't think so. So, like, I yeah. So, and then somebody else asked, do you think your upbringing or life would be different if your mom, Tati, if your oh. mom were black because your mom is white and your dad were white? So, like, if, you're, uh, if you had different parents. I will say I've never thought about that in my life. Um, I've never thought about that question, but... If I'm thinking about it now, yes, my life would be different. But would I trade my mom for any other mom? Nah. No. And if she was black, Crystal, I guess. Yeah, out shout there. out Crystal. Crystal's Love cool. You. Um, I don't know. Like if 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 I had a black mom, you know, your mom influences your life very much. Moms are matriarchs, and it's so funny because we live in a patriarchal society, yet. Moms dictate every aspect of your life. You call yeah. your mom for everything. She rules the household. Um, yeah, so if I had a black mom, I'd definitely be different. I'd be different. Um, but d- do but, I care to? Not really. I mean, yeah. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that would come with its own problems. 
I think so too. Everything does. I think ultimately though, like with having kids, I like the idea that like your kids are going to be blended because it comes with hardships. It comes with identity crisis, but it also is like cool that you can literally be two cultures at the same time. Oh yeah. I'm so at the same damn time. At the same damn time. I'm black and I'm white at the same damn time. I'm Cuban and I'm white. Whoa. Whoa. We are insane. No, y'all, but think about my kids are going to be like uh, quadraracial. My kids are going to be yeah. black, white, Chinese, and whatever my husband is. And if he's mixed, oh my God, my kids are going to be freaking. They're 23 and me. They're going to be Rashida be Jones. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I think it's a cool opportunity, no, honestly. Cool. Like, it's cool. You're literally exposing them. They have the, like, personal experience of being both things. They can relate to people better. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it is I a think gift being to be both. Multiracial does have its. its blixed? I said blixed. I don't know. Being blixed. Being blixed. Blixed is our new web series, Blixed on Netflix. Um, no, I, w- I was going to say being mixed is really cool. It has its benefits. And interracial dating is awesome. But at the same time, I just want to reverberate that. You Reverberate? Whatever. That you can choose. The whole point about the interracial, jad- interracial dating is like we want to get to a point in life where anybody feels free to choose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like choose. That's like, what it's about. I want to be able to choose to date a black guy or I want to choose to date like a Saudi Arabian prince like Rihanna. You know, like I want choices. Yeah. I want choices. I totally. Yeah, you so, want choices. So America. this has been such a good conversation. We could literally just keep going on and on and on. So thank you so much to everybody. There was like a huge amount of support. There were so many responses. So many responses. I'm so excited, you guys. Like that's awesome that you guys care to talk about this subject. Clearly it's a hot topic because y'all are talking about it. It is. So. And it's, it, I love, I just want to add a couple more things. I just love like how passionate you were about the topic of love. Like it really... Like, all of you kept saying things like, oh, my God, love is love. And, I was and just like, like, very supportive of interracial. Maybe biased because you know we're you know mixed. Us. And so you're like, oh, let me not say anything. But that's why I was anonymous. Because if you do have hard feelings, we wanted to hear it, too. But there was a lot of love. So we appreciate you And all. thank you for challenging our, our opinions and our viewpoints, too. Like, like don't just gas us. Like, definitely ask us stuff, which you did. So thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and how, how do you want to close this one off? I want to close this out with the best comment of them all. <laughs> okay, she says... BTW, to every black woman who thinks X race of men are better, they are all trash in one level or another. Race has zero to do with it. Amen, sister. Amen. All men are Amen. trash. It doesn't matter what yes. color they are. They're trash. All men are trash. <laughs>